Welcome to all those joining us for the Kudya Avachis. We're in the middle of Yoridea Chelik Aleph, Hilchas Ribis, Halacha Hey. We're in the middle of paragraph Mem Hey. We're up to the words Vezehu es Mishpotai Tasu Veschukoisai Tishmaru Lalechis Bohem. And we dedicate the learning today, Li'iloi Nishmas Penina Bas Miriam. Pauline Bas Miriam, whose yard site is on the 20th of Cheshvan, and Le'ilo Nishmas Fega Bas Rebefroim, whose yard site is on the 22nd of Cheshvan, Le'ilo Nishmas Rosa Basi Tamar, and Le'ilo Nishmas Esther Bas Refuelarie. We dedicate the learning also for a complete refuah shalema for all those that need it, including Chaviva Chana Bazgalia, David Lei Ben Shena, Hillel Ben Bracha Nechama, Baruch Mordechai Ben Tali, Nasan Yehuda Ben Tali, Shira Dvoira Bas Miriam, Avigail Bracha Bas Jonas Ben Hilda, Moshe David Elio Ben Risha, Yehuda ben Saramaya, Chaim ben Rachel, Shlomanisim ben Mazal, Avram David ben Chana, Hindachasa bas Chana, Nisim ben Rivka, Simchasara bas Ahuva, Edis bas Miriam Brindle, Tuv Yitzvi ben Chaya Aliza, Eitan Yoel ben Edna, Akiva Eliyahu ben Sara, Toiba bas Chava Perel, Shimon Eliezer ben Rachel, the, the Pasuk says, You will uphold my Mishpotim and my Chukim, which a person will fulfill and perform and will live by them. Because Mishpat and Choik represent, correspond to Emes and Emuna. Ki Mishpatim, hei ma she'ef she'lochavin bohem ta'am, shu b'chinas da'as, b'chinas emes kanal. The term Mishpat is used to refer to those laws which we can understand. We have a rational explanation for it. And the term understanding is associated with truth. Remember, we have a pasuk mishpatei Hashem emes. The mishpatim of Hashem are true. The chukos, whereas the term choik, heim dvarim she'ein bohem shum tam. Those are things where we don't have a rational explanation for. For example, the fact that you can't mix meat and milk, or things like that. Shezel bechinas emuna. There, it's associated with faith. We believe that Hashem, we believe that we're not supposed to do this, even though we don't have a rational explanation for it. And the, the, the Pasuk is warning us to observe only the Mishpotim and Chukim which Hashem has commanded us. Shehem ikro ho'emes hazach that's the real pure truth, and that's the 
the righteous true faith. And by observing Hashem's mishpotim and chukim, that enables us to distance ourselves from the wrong types of desires of this materialistic world and to attach ourselves to Hashem. Whereas from those false beliefs, false faiths, which are the chukim of the non-Jews, <clears throat> that we're required to distance ourselves from. And this is why the Pasuk says, to observe those things, which when a person performs them, we live by them. And the Gemara says, not to follow mishpotim and chukim of the, of the other nations, which, which we die by them. Because even regarding the mishpotim and chukim of our to- holy Torah, there are many different paths and different opinions as to how we should go about it. And that's what causes all of the controversy and conflict that there is even among the Jewish people. The fact that there are different interpretations and different opinions as to how to fulfill the mishpotim and chukim of the Torah. The Alkain Mazhir Akosov, and therefore the Pasuk warns, Asher Yasa Oisam Ha'odam Vochai Bohem. We're referring to the path which, when a person fulfills it, they will live by that, those mitzvahs. Veloi Sheyamos Bohem, and not to, not to cause the person to die. Shehukam Oisham Razal, as the Gemara says, Zoho Nasavoi Samchaim. If a person is privileged to fulfill the Torah properly, then the Torah becomes an elixir of life, a medicine of life. If a person does not fulfill the Torah properly, if the Torah becomes a poison, a deadly poison. And this is the cause why we find that there are many Jews who have deviated from the truth. And they say that they are the true Jews. They are the true righteous Jews. Sometimes the conservative, the reform, some of these others. And we can't always necessarily prove and clarify this where it becomes 100% clear and obvious. However, a person who doesn't fool themselves, and the person looks at the eternal future, the eternal goal of a Jew, and looks at it really honestly, that person will be able to understand and realize what the truth is from the distance even. 
and be zeichet to real, true, complete faith. Leda mi hatzadikim vakshirim benis to know and to realize who are the true tzadikim, who are the truly religious people. Ulemi roi ledavik esatzmai and to whom a person should really attach themselves to. And now Rav Nosson Zal adds a, a prayer. The, the true Hashem should give truth to the Jewish people. And lead us on the true path. So that we'll be to really come close to Hashem. Amen. Can you hear us? May it be the will of Hashem. And this is why, as we learned in the previous year, these words that we said about following the Mishpatim and Chukim of Hashem, those words are written next to the portion in the Torah where it speaks about the what the Kohen Gadol was required to do on Yom Kippur. And we actually read these psukim on Yom Kippur. Because the, the real forgiveness and atonement on Yom Kippur comes from the, the ultimate truth. Any questions, please? The Hukim uh, Mishvatim the way Reb Nossam was presenting, it seems that if it does, if a person doesn't have proper hadraka or doesn't do it properly, even though he's keeping the laws of Hashem and he wants to do it properly, it could could really not be a good thing. Meaning he could, you know, extra humorous and things like that. Does that come into this? Definitely, definitely. But, but this is part of that defining the truth. Sometimes a person. A person thinks <clears throat> that they understand the truth on their own. Somebody just told me yesterday another story. I've heard this several times of a person, a, a person, I believe it was about Shuva, who started becoming very religious and started learning. They went to one yeshiva and they went to another yeshiva and, and learning really, really strong and, and, and got a burnout and crashed somehow and ended up falling away completely, becoming, you know, dropping religion completely. We know that we say, We plead with Hashem in our prayer that Hashem should remove the Satan from in front of us and from in back of us. There's a Satan, a Yetzirah in front of us, trying to block us from advancing, from coming close to Hashem, and there's a Satan, a Yetzirah, standing in back of us, pushing us, shoving us. More, do more, do more, because he knows that if a person does more than what they can, or more than what they're supposed to, it's going to have the wrong type of results. Paragraph Memvov, and now Rav Nosanzal titles this, he puts this under the title of a different chapter in, in Yoridea. The laws regarding those people who practice sorcery, those types of things. But this is still continuing with the train of thought that we've been learning till now, and based on chapter 51 in Likutimran, which 
this whole law is based on. And what we're learning here is tied into the laws whereby a Jew is forbidden to practice any type of sorcery, any type of magic, or or where, where the, these people say that based on certain signs of the zodiac, that's what will define and determine what's going to happen to a person. As it says clearly in the Torah, because we already explained in the beginning of this whole chapter, in paragraph one, She'ikar achizas hasheker that one of the main things that gives falseness, sheker, the ability to exist and the ability to, to, to affect people is when there's a lot of diversity. And one of the main forms of diversity is the different times, day and night, winter, summer, spring and fall, as we spoke about this earlier, and this was also explained in paragraph 17 that we had earlier. Ayn Sham, take a look over there. And Rav Nosanzal had explained that the real beauty of the truth is when a person is privileged to identify and to recognize the truth from among many, from all kinds of diversity. Where there are many different options and different possibilities. Because as Rabbi Nezal writes there in chapter 51 on the Kutumran, the truth is one. There's one truth. And this is the real, the real specialness of a human being, that we human beings have the ability to reveal the pure oneness, which is the essence of truth, from within all kinds of diversity. For example, the, the Jewish religion from among the, the, the variety of different things that are being practiced. And even within the Jewish religion, to be able to make the right choice, the orthodox path, and within orthodoxy, the, the, the right path. And this is why we, the holy Jewish nation, we bless Hashem and we praise Hashem regarding all the different times. In the morning we say, We bless Hashem for creating light. In the evening, Hashem who creates evening, darkness. And this also explains why our rabbis established these blessings, which speak about day and night, light and dark, specifically as part of the blessings of the Kriya Shema. It comes right before we recite the Shema. 
It seems to be very strange. What do those blessings, how are those blessings related to reciting the Shema? However, based on what we've been learning here, we'll be able to understand it very well. Because whenever there's a change in the time, for example, in the morning, when the sun comes up, the sun shines, and in the evening, the sun sets, etc., and because of these changes that are taking place, this gives an opportunity for falseness to, to, to get involved. Because the main place where lies and falseness comes in is when there's all kinds of diversity. And as we said earlier, one of the main places where we see this diversity is in time. Therefore, when it's specifically when there are changes in the time, when the sun is coming up and we're changing from night to day, or when the sun is setting, specifically at those times, we have a very important mission of praising Hashem. In the morning, we praise Hashem for creating light. And in the evening, for providing us with, with evening, night. What we're trying to show here and to, to broadcast is this message that all of the changes in time are all coming from one Hashem. As we say in the evening prayer, Asher bidvoroi ma'arivarovim, v'chu etc. U'bisivuna meshane itim, u'machlev esazmanim, u'mesadere sakrechovim. We mention that with Hashem's greatness, He changes the times and He organizes the stars. And in the morning we say, Hashem creates light and darkness. And with Hashem's goodness, He renews the creation of the world each and every single day. From all of this, we're revealing and broadcasting this message <clears throat> that all of these changes, which are including in the changing of the times, are all coming only from Hashem. Because all of the diversity in this world, all the changes that we see in this world, are all coming from pure oneness, from the oneness of Hashem. And this is why the rabbis established, together with these blessings, the reciting of the Shema, where we declare our faith that we believe in the one Hashem, 
That's where we show that we acknowledge and we broadcast this message that Hashem is one. That's the essence of truth. And as we conclude the Shema with this declaration that Hashem is the truth, and in the morning we say, that's what we say during Shachris, right after the Shema, and in the evening we say, and this is also why the entire Shema was established both in the morning and in the evening, together with the blessings, the prayers that we say regarding light and darkness. Because this is the real, this is what's really special about the truth. The truth being the declaration of the oneness of Hashem, <clears throat> which we declare in the Shema. <clears throat> because true perfection is when we're able to reveal the oneness from within all kinds of diversity. And therefore, we can see from this how our rabbis established all the prayers and the order and everything within an incredible, proper, wondrous way. So that in the morning, when there's a major change that takes place, a transformation, from night to day, from darkness to light, and the sun begins to shine, and so too in the evening, when the sun sets, we have to take that opportunity to praise Hashem regarding this, and to reveal and broadcast this message, Shekol Shinri Hazman, that all of these changes that take place with time, which includes and represents all of the diversity in this world. We say that these two things are as different as night and day. We, we compare things to the changes in the times. All of these changes and all of this diversity comes only from Hashem. Because it's Hashem who with His infinite kindness renews the world every single day. And therefore, it's in those blessed, together with those blessings where we praise Hashem regarding night and day, darkness and light, that's where we recite the Kriyashma, Shehu Emunas Hayichud, where we show that we believe in the oneness of Hashem, because this is the real perfection of Emuna, of faith. Because 
for a person, a Jew in this world, to see all of this diversity and to believe 100% that all of this diversity comes from one Hashem. We know that the earlier generations they, this, in, the, in the non-Jewish world, they had idols, different idols, different gods, the God of this and the God of that, you know, over this Elikim as, as it says in the, in the Ten Commandments. They worshipped many, and, and, and we believe in one Hashem. We, even though there's so much diversity in this world and there are so many changes, all of this diversity and changes comes from one source only, from one Hashem. Any questions, please? Can you please recite it? I don't see it. I apologize for asking an off-topic question, but the Rav mentioned at the very end of this week's Chai Moran Shir that there are definitely benefits in learning Lakute Moran in order. Can the Rav please explain what those benefits are? Maybe. The, the answer is that if this is the order in which Rav Nassenzal organized these Shirim of Rav then obviously there's a, there's a reason for it. And there are connections between the different chapters that are next to each other. And there is a, a, a building process that's taking place when a person studies Likud Imran going in order. They are building a, a, a clear picture and understanding regarding the Torah, regarding Hashem, regarding the mitzvahs. Paragraph Mem Zayin. And so too regarding each one of the 12 months, whereby there's a major change that takes place in the world, whereby the moon renews itself, the new moon that comes out in the beginning of the month, and how the moon grows every single day. We see more of it and more of it for the first 15 days of the month until on the 15th of the month we see a full moon and then from then on from the 16th towards the end of the month we see it decreasing and decreasing and it's for this reason that the rabbis established this mitzvah of reciting the special blessing on the new moon whereby they specified a special blessing regarding this incredible change that takes place in the world throughout the month and, and when the new month begins. The Alkain Birkas Kiddush Levona Higedoyla V'yekora V'chashuv And this is why the Gemara tells us that the blessing on the new moon is something very, very special. A person should say it preferably on Saturday night when they're dressed in Shabbos clothes and to say it with a large group of people together. Because the change that takes place when, there's, when a new month begins is obviously a greater change than when a new day begins. And for this reason, the rabbis established this awesome, wondrous blessing that we say on the new moon. Which is the blessing, etc. 
לגלויס הודיעה שכל השינוי הגודל הזה של הלבונה, this is to reveal and to broadcast this message, that this major change that takes place regarding the moon, שמסמאטס ומסמאלו בכל חודש, whereby the moon shrinks and becomes and fills out in every single month, and this affects many changes in the world. We know the tides are affected by the, by the moon, and, and Rav Nosanzal is telling us that there are many, many things in the world that are affected by, by the changes in the months. All of these changes, all of this diversity comes only from one Hashem. And this is why included in this blessing for the new moon, we say there, The Hashem who performs all true, all acts of truth has, is the one who commanded to the moon to renew itself every month. Because the real essence of this blessing on the new moon is all about revealing the essence of truth from within such major diversity and change. And with this, we could also understand the great significance of the new year, Rosh Hashanah. Because of the fact that Rosh Hashanah is when the greatest change in time is taking place. Not, not a change from one day to the next or from one month to the next, but we're going from one year to the next year. Because that's when this major change is taking place in the framework of time, where we're going from one year to a different year. And we know that Rosh Hashanah is also when the world was created. Whereby the creation of the world went from potential into actualization, and that's when the count of years began, which includes, includes in it all of the different changes and all the diversity in the world. And this is why a year is called a shana, associated with the word shinui, which means change. And this explains why on Rosh Hashanah, we have an incredible, incredible high-level services of Hashem to the point where it's impossible for one individual person to complete the service of Rosh Hashanah by oneself. And therefore, on Rosh Hashanah, on the high holidays, 
We need a large community to gather together. As is the custom in all places where Jews are found, that all those people, even those people who don't usually go to shul during the week or even on Shabbos or other holidays, but on Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, all of them gather together in the shuls. And one of the most important things on Rosh Hashanah is, is for us to go to the true tzaddikim. They are the only ones who really understand what the Rosh Hashanah service is really all about. Because what we're trying to do is to reveal the ultimate truth from within such a major change, the change that's taking place when we go from one year to the next. We know, for example, a child grows. We have a two-year-old child and a three-year-old child. Major, major difference. We have a 12-year-old boy and a 13-year-old boy. Major transformation, major difference if they're leading a proper type of life. And the changes that, that exist in the world as something ages, a car, a, a, a 1990 car and a 1991 car, you know, major differences. And this is why in the prayer on Rosh Hashanah, we add in the Shmon Esrei, we add a major revelation of Hashem and Hashem's kingdom, Hashem's kingdom over us, to crown him, and to show that we are accepting Hashem's authority and we're ex- accepting upon ourselves to have respect and fear of Hashem. Rav Nosan Zal here is referring to that in the, in the third blessing of the Shmon Esrei, of each one of the Shmon Esrei's on Rosh Hashanah, we add, we say, Hashem, please impose your fear upon everything in creation. And we add also a prayer pleading with Hashem that Hashem should rule alone over all of creation. And all of creation should come to realize that you created them. And we continue throughout the holiday of Rosh Hashanah focusing on these concepts, the kingdom of Hashem and Hashem imbuing us with fear and respect for Him throughout the many prayers that we recite. Hakoil, what all of this is really about is to make it perfectly clear that we believe in the oneness of Hashem and to crown him upon us.
because this is the main focus and this is what our services on Rosh Hashanah are really all about. Because again, the change from one year to the next, that's the greatest change within time, within, as we mentioned earlier, a day, a month, a year. And that's why when we begin the new year, that's the most important opportunity to reveal and to declare the truth from within this diversity. Because that's the real beauty and greatness of the truth. When we're able to recognize the truth, from within all kinds of diversity. And this is why in each one of the Shmon Esrei's, the Amidah that we recite on Rosh Hashanah, we say, Because you, Hashem, are the truth, and your words are true and eternal. Because this is what, what Rosh Hashanah is really all about. And this is what our prayers and services on Rosh Hashanah are really all about. To reveal the essence of truth in the world. What is the essence of truth? That Hashem is the master of the world. And and it's all about us accepting Hashem's authority and accepting upon ourselves to respect and fear Hashem. Let's just do the next paragraph, and then we'll take questions. Paragraph Memches. And these people, these men and women who practice different types of sorcery, they are the opposite of what we just described here. Because they, they define what's happening to a person, whether a person is being success or failing or all kinds of different things, based on the times, based on the, the changes in time. And they say, this, this particular time is a good opportunity to start a new project, a new business. As if everything is being dictated to and being controlled by the changes in times. This month is a Capricorn. This, if you were born in this then, then you'll have these and these character traits and these and and this will this will define a certain type of success or, or failure and so too regarding other changes that take place in the world the Gemara gives different examples of what these sorcerers used to practice in the olden days, that they would say if, if a person, if a piece of bread fell out of a person's mouth, that's a sign of such and such. Or if a deer went in front of a person, that's a sign, a different sign, a different omen. And 
as if to imply that all the, the whole behavior how, how the, and all the occurrences in the world are defined by the different signs of the zodiac and the different different months. Shazeh Iker HaKfira V'Hasheker Hanechaz Bashinuim Kanal. This is the real essence of denial of Hashem and falseness, which is related to the changes, the diversity. And this is why the Torah has made it strictly forbidden for a Jew to follow this path of sorcery and these kind of things and, 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 uh, and believing that everything is controlled by the signs of the zodiac, astrology, because our portion, the portion of the Jewish people, is not with those things. Because just the opposite of what they say, we believe that all the changes of the times, the different months and the different seasons and the different is all and all the diversity in the world is all under the direct supervision of Hashem. The Ainshum Simon and there's no such thing as astrology controlling what dictating what, what has to happen. Because which person knows and can know and can Hashem's intentions every single day and every single hour. Because Hashem's thoughts are, are way above us. They're so deep. We know an example of this is also weather prediction. Where you see the weathermen, especially nowadays, they'll give a prediction of what's going to happen over the next five days. And if you pay close attention, you'll see that the statistics are that they're wrong much more often than they're correct. Because they think that based on how they're watching, how the clouds are moving and how this, and based on what, what part of the month it is and what season it is, they think they can dictate exactly what's going to happen over the next five-day period or something like that. And sometimes even more than that, some of these almanacs that'll try to tell you exactly what's going to happen throughout the year based on, again, based on scientific knowledge and facts and etc. Therefore, it is strictly forbidden for us to practice these kinds of things, sorcery and astrology, but rather just the opposite of that. Throughout all the diversity in this world and during all the changes that are taking place from morning to evening, from evening to morning, from winter to summer, from summer to fall, we, we need to praise Hashem throughout all of this. And the greater the change, the more higher level the, the blessing Tashem is about it. Like we gave the example, the special prayer that we say on the new moon 
It's a long bracha, much longer than the standard blessings that we say every day. Every day we say a blessing that's two lines. Hashem created light and darkness and, and, and blesses everything. But when there's a change in month, we have a much longer blessing. And when the new year, when there's a change in the year on Rosh Hashanah, the blessings are even longer. Because this is the real, this is what's really special about the truth, about revealing the truth, when we're revealing the truth within all kinds of diversity and changes. Because this is why Hashem created man. Hashem created man where you see the greatest diversity between people. people all people think differently. And, and within all of this diversity, if we, if we can come to one, to one realization that all of us can agree to, which is the fact that Hashem created the world and Hashem is the one who's running the world, that's the real essence of truth. Paragraph Memtes, one more short paragraph, and then we'll take questions. Vialkein, Mashiach Tzidkenu, She'ikar Hizgalos Remes Bechol Olam Kulo Yial Yodoi, and therefore Mashiach, who is going to be the one to reveal the truth to the world more so than anyone else, Alkein Yovoi Bi'acharis Hayomim Daiko. This is the, one of the reasons why Mashiach will only come after many, many days, after a long time has gone by, and a long period of time has gone by from when Hashem first created the world till the time when Moshiach will come. And during this period of time, during these 5,783 years, there are many millions and billions of people that have inhabited the world. And the different opinions and, and all the different knowledge, the wisdoms, the technology and everything has expanded incredibly in the world. That's the real diversity, the diversity among people, the different opinions and the different ideologies and the different paths. That's what has made it possible for all kinds of falseness to, to, to take over in the world. False beliefs about, all, about everything to the point where the truth has been thrown down to the ground, meaning that the truth is the thing that's most rejected and most denied, that the truth about Hashem, and people who have true respect for Hashem are despised. The Israel Merudimoid and the Jewish people are looked down upon in a big way, especially the religious people. And it's in this context that when, when Moshiach will come, everyone will see how special he is. 
and, and, and he will reveal the, the truth to the entire world. Specifically then, when the world has gotten to such a place of so much diversity, the Yekuya Muslim will see the fulfillment then of the Pasuk Emes May Eretz Titzmach Usfas Emes that the truth will grow forth, will sprout forth, and, and the, the, the true statements will be established permanently. The truth will be established permanently. May this take place speedily in our time. Amen. Wishing everybody a wonderful day. Changes. I am on this year is being given in Toronto. I, I just traveled yesterday from New York to Toronto, and you see changes in New York. The sunrise takes place at 6:45 a.m. in Toronto, one hour away by plane. It's a half hour later, 30 minutes later. And in New York, the temperature was relatively mild. Uh, 60 degrees come to Toronto, you see snow on the ground. We'll see in New York, you didn't see a trace or a height of snow. And here you see these changes, all of all kinds of different changes and, and uh, a Jew's mission within all of this change that would be, that's being bombarded at us all the time to be able to focus on one, one Hashem, one Hashem, one Torah. Wishing everybody a wonderful day and a good week. In Hashem, the next year of Likut Alachas, I hope will take place next week, Monday morning, Mitzvah